The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Well, this is a late-night edition of Beyond the Fairway. Like... You and I never really catch up this late in the evening. Look, we usually record this thing early in the morning, but on this occasion, I got some of that special brown. This is not scotch. This is Kentucky bourbon. <laughs> hey, you can't drink alcohol on camera. Bullshit. <laughs> I can today. I'm at the house. This is beyond the fairway. This is, this, this is beyond the fairway after dark. <laughs> this is after dark, that dog. <laughs> Man, I can't... Um, give the listeners out there just some feedback currently it's 8 30 on the west coast 11 30 on the east coast will lowry has been jet setting from the u.s open over there to the kpmg women's uh championship or pga championship will and um you got miles on you right now cuz yeah and, and just and just got home uh <laughs> yeah, for couple, here for a couple of days like every day and a half Heading down to shoot an episode of, uh, uh, just heading down to shoot an episode, I guess, a surprise episodes. So I can't say that, but yeah, and then we got to shoot that surprise yeah. episode. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. And then got an un- underrated tour next couple of days. So it's, it's going to be the a- first one, right? That's the first one of the year. Yeah. First one of the year in West Palm at the park. Uh, okay. So it's going to be kind of, kind of fun. It's, it's going to be exciting seeing the, the kids and the families again and, you know, kind of going to have a different approach this year so i mean i'm excited man i'm excited but i think you know it's funny that it's the trade-off though right the the trade-off will of you know i feel like lately you have been bootstrapping this entire country and, and growing the game and as you see fit man it's it's gotta i gotta ask it gotta take a toll on you some point because i did that little seven week stretch and i got back home exhausted so i mean how you feeling how's your in the words of will lowry how's your spirits Ooh, I never, I never had, I never had a shot back at me. Um, I mean, yeah, it, I mean, it takes, it takes a toll, but it's, it's cool. You know, it, it's funny. Um, there's a situation uh, at the U.S. Open that I saw um, Jackson Kinzo. Jackson Kinzo was at the, um, he was part of Curry Tour, Curry Underrated Tour last year, and I haven't seen him since uh, the Curry Cup. And you know it was it was it was good seeing you know his, his mother and him, and he was telling me that uh, he's in it, into the uh, PGM program at New Mexico State. That's what's up. And and he was like, man, you know, will you know I, I see you, man, you, you inspire me. And I was like, man, it was kind of dope. So you know when you see stuff like that and you know random people, uh, you know, will keep growing the game. It, it keeps you going, man. And it's mm-hmm. it's just it's all about just uh, making awareness, man. That's that's what we are doing. Me, you, the Roger Steels of the world, the, the Ali Ledbetters of the world, and just just growing the game, man. That's that's all we that's all we're trying to do. Yeah, I, I, it's funny. Like we always talk about, like what does it mean to grow the game? I feel like there's there's different angles and ways we can all mm-hmm. kind of approach this kind mm-hmm. of growing the game. But I think that you and Roger and Hallie, like there's a certain tangibility that y'all possess, right? It's, it, you know, it's it's come holler at me in the streets. It's not like 
just watch my posts and, and watch when we work and then yeah. I'll holler at you. It's, it's, you know, yeah. y- y'all got much more like pull up and say what's happening kind of vibe. Yeah, there, there was a, it, it, it was one of the conversations. Um, I had the pleasure uh, of hosting a doers event that was um, uh, at the Soho House, Holloway House, which is part of Soho House Umbrella. And uh, doers put on a spectacular uh you know, uh, activation where, uh, I was, you know, had a fireside chat with Roger. And that was one of the, the questions is, you know, people who come across the, the social media waves trying to grow the game, but are they coming across as insincere? And you, you know, you can kind of, you can kind of tell that, you know, and, and that was in, and Roger had a, a great answer to that, you know, how, uh, how brands can come across insincere, how, you know, social media influencers come across insincere, and it was a good conversation. So we um we kind of you know uh, shed new light to some of those who were in the audience who didn't really know what 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 we were about. Me, you, Roger, and all those guys that are trying to grow the game. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to be Brian Gumble over here. You know what I'm saying? That's all. <laughs> That's how you, you say it. You, you, I, you I, your way doing I, I, that. I appreciate it, man. I tell you what, though, this is um, this was an interesting U.S. Open. This one ha- had all the Hollywood hype of a blockbuster movie. We in Tinseltown, and you know, I want to start messy. I want to start. Let me actually let me start here. Congratulations, Wyndham. Like Wyndham, you went out there, you earned it, you took it. This is your championship. It's your time to shine. You outlasted everybody in the field, best players in the world, and you, sir, are a United States Open champion. I'm going to start there with Wyndham Clark. Now, the USGA. I don't really have too much good to say about the USGA, Will. I um, I, I thought this, I thought the hype of this this US Open, um, it let me down, the actuality of it. I, I, I am not a fan of guys shooting double-digit under par to win a U.S. Open. I think this should be the toughest test in golf anywhere. I want to see scores. Anything four under up is what I want to see win a U.S. Open. I can't say that I, I found that there, but there's a lot of rumors that circled, Will, and you were on property, so let's get messy first. I heard that the LACC members purchased... Oh, hold, on, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Go. All right, you going to stop me? All right, go ahead. I mean, because I mean, just so I can save a job and keep a job. No, I'm, no. I, I, hold on, hold on, hold oh, on. yeah, you with the USGA. Yeah, uh, no, no. I'm at a USGA championship in the tournament committee, but okay, I love. There we go. Uh, okay. I love right. what you. I love what USGA is doing in regards to the pathway internship and all that stuff. So See, go, I, we'll be saving. All right. Well, what Will said to the committee <laughs> in the tournament set up people. As um, you were, as you were. Let me keep my job, please. Thank you, you know what? And I've always I, I've been to LACC. It's where I met President B Rock O Drama, and. Um, Shout out to Stuart Hagestad for that day. I appreciate it. But, Will, I'm hearing rumors that the the membership there at LACC purchased X amount of tickets and just let them go to waste. Like, they just let them. Look, am I spreading rumors? Possibly. But, Mr. So-and-so, did you do that? Possibly. You got the money, too. I don't appreciate the rumor, Will, of, of the club limiting access to the public to come see the national championship of the United States. That's all I'm saying. That rumor pisses I mean, me off. Pisses I, me off. I mean, you know, according according to some of the the you know the uh, 
the things that you need to know about the USGA is it indicated that, you know, a lot of the uh, corporate, I guess you would say the, the chalets and the corporate sponsors, you know, took majority of the tickets. There was only a certain amount of tickets that were available every day. Mm. Um, regardless, regardless if it was true or not, it, it felt like rock and mortgage. It did. It didn't feel like it shouldn't have, Rocket Morgan like that. Hold up, cuz Rockets no, no. that Vince Cole. <laughs> no, no, it, no, that's what I'm saying is like it didn't feel like it didn't feel like Oh, you just saying it felt like a regular week. Yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. U US open crowds. It, it wasn't a US open crowd. And I wanna say that's my first US open I ever attended. So it didn't feel like a US open crowd. You know, it felt like a PGA tournament. It felt like John Deere. It felt like I mean shit, I think Cole Hollow had bigger crowds. Like it was just it was just well, well. You were you were there on property. Let's talk about the the viewing experience, Will. Because if if, if I've read correctly, the, how they had the course roped off, you really couldn't get. I don't want to say close to the players, but you had thirty forty yards of of rough before you could see the the, the fairway started. Like, is that is that true? Did that was that a situation that you saw out there on the ground? Yeah, I mean, you know, you saw, you saw like you saw what crowds were contained. Like the uh, the first hole and uh, the eighteenth hole, they were kind of in the little kitty corner of you know between the ropes. It was kind of creative the way they had the ropes sectioned off uh, for the fans. And um, I mean, you just you saw a lot of grass in the, in, in the places where fans were. You know, typically when. You got you go so you don't really see the ground that much. You don't really see the grass. You know, you, just, you, you fight for every morsel of property. You know, the, just to have your have some real estate when it comes to your 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 feet. And I just saw a lot of grass, man. I, I just saw a lot of grass, and I mean, it it, it looked like it was um, it looked like it was a, it was a private event. Unfortunately, you know what? You know what? We're gonna talk about that U.S. Open for members only. And, and look, uh, Willie, this is video you took, correct? Yeah, yeah. Look, look at the crowd. Look at this grandstands. The grandstand. What day was this? Uh, that was Saturday. I mean, it looked like a, like a Charlotte Hornets game. Yeah. <laughs> so we're showing for our listeners out there that's not watching on YouTube. We're showing a, a slow pan video of the stands that, that looked uh, maybe half full or half empty, depending on you know your disposition in the world, Will and um. There's a lot of criticism this course faced as well. Not just the the viewing, you know, experience. Players talk about it not being the greatest of places. Victor Hovland, even Ricky, to some degree. Um, from your seat, was the course a U.S. Open venue? Was it was it U.S. Open? Now, mind you, we know that Ricky and Xander shot 62 in the opening round. The answer is, of course not. But as the weekend progressed, the marine layer dissipated. We saw scores act act right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, anytime you got three hundred acres, you, you would think it's a U.S. Open venue, right? It was it, it was three hundred acres. George C. Thomas designed. He also designed Bel Air. Also designed Riviera. And you Hillcrest. know, and Hillcrest. So it had all the happenings of a championship style course, but. I, I, I'm just questioning the fact was it set up properly for a U.S. Open to be a typical U.S. Open? You know, uh, yeah, Thursday round that went, everybody went low. Yeah, it had a little bit of get back. 
but it, I don't I don't like I'm not a fan when it, when a championship adjusts way too much to be drastic so the scores don't be as low. I feel like it gets unfair because if it starts out tough, it starts out tough, you know. And I um so yeah, I mean I mean it was it, it was a U.S. Open venue. It just it just didn't have the the feeling of a U.S. Open. I just I, I with all the rumors just circling, and we're going to stay on the U.S. Open just a bit. I really felt like, like it was, like you said, it was a corporate. <laughs> My man, hungry, God, I love it. Go ahead, eat that. Is that a bagel? What are you eating? No, you don't eat no. Wait a second, you threw no. me all off. <laughs> it was a, it's a rice krispie treat. I saw in the airport. I was waiting for my luggage for an hour. It's a rice krispie <laughs> treat, fruity pebbles. <laughs> I'm so hungry, dog. I was. I can't. This is, I can't. I can't even. I'm tired, bro. I'm slap silly right out here. <laughs> I was trying to play this episode all the way together, but this you got me. <laughs> we got real sleep. I'm over here sipping. Like, welcome to beyond. Welcome to hey, beyond the fairway. This hey, is what it is right now. But here's here, here's my question though, Dougie. When 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 all the when I know you had a question, but let me I, just, you know I, what. Let's just, hey, you know what? It's we're cracking. Gonna, we're going to make right. this instant. We're going to just do our thing right now. Yeah, so so, so when when Burt's Koepka, um, Fitzpatrick, Matthew Fitzpatrick, when they all say things like, you know, they don't like the course, hmm. is it because they play bad? Like, I, I don't, I, I, I get mixed up when people say they don't like the course. I get when, if you say you don't like the course yeah. in the very beginning, I'm cool. But You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to play well. Yeah, but I just and and they're and I know what they're saying because there's absolute courses that I played on tournaments I didn't play well and I didn't like. But has there ever been a person who won said he still didn't like the course? I'll take Wyndham Clark probably likes the course. Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of Roy like McIlroy seemed to like the go- the golf course. I feel like it falls on deaf ears when, when you hear players like I don't like the course when they miss the cut. So I, yeah. that's where, that's where I. A struggle. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Here's my thing, because I, I, and this is a conversation that I want to get into, and we'll get into some other things. But we look at Wyndham Clark. You know, first six years on tour, he won $2.6 million. Last six weeks, he's won $7.6 million. Now, here's my thing. Like, what can we really learn from Wyndham, right? Like, is it is it patience? Is it stick-to-itiveness? I don't even know if that's a word. Like what? Like his win. I'm trying to like I've I've sat and I've thought and I've pondered. Like man, Wyndham Clark. You know I follow him on the gram. I see he's always in the gym and working on crazy stuff with Ando over at PFS here in Scottsdale, and they do the craziest workouts I've ever seen. But Wyndham has been consistent. And my thing is, in the in the process of being a a champion or a winner, is it? Is it more just the discipline to stay with the day-to-day routine and then kind of wait your turn? Like, how does this work? Like this patience? Because I feel like I feel like somebody out there needs to understand and take something away from Wyndham's win. Yeah, I mean, it's I look at it like this, Doug. It's a 
it's the divine delay, right? Like you can't you can't let disappoint you can't let what comes across as a disappointment when it's been when it's supposed to be a divine delay. You're supposed to learn from. It. You're supposed to go through the trials mm-hmm. and tribulations. So that's what a lot of kids. That's what a lot of kids can kind of, you know, take away from Wyndham Clark's career thus far, is that, you know, you're going you're going to go through trials and tribulation. Things aren't going to go right, and I'm, I'm sure Wyndham has had ample amount of times where he just didn't feel like he belonged, or you know, tears shed at night. We all have done it, mm-hmm. but you can't let, you know, what is a divine delay? You can't turn that into a disappointment. You just can't do it. And, um, you know, I, 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 I feel, you know, he has a great story. Um, you know, if you ever read about his mother, you know, uh, passing away of cancer and uh, him winning the Wells Fargo. I feel like he has a heart string with me because, you know, Wells Fargo mm-hmm. is my own town. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, I just, you know, I just think that he's, uh, he, he's, he's in his mixer now. And, and, and it's, uh, he's getting his just due, especially when it comes to the universe and, Paying it back, golf guys paying it back. So I'm all for it. Because when we talked last week on the on the show, we, we were talking about these these newer venues when they when the courses travel to these I don't want to say lesser courses, but newer you know open sites that that's when we get the rich beams or the Webb Simpsons mm-hmm. or or the the um the whomever else the Chad right. Campbell's right right. Does that does Wyndham fall in that same category? Like, did you call that, or are we seeing a a Scotty Scheffler like guy a year ago in Wyndham Clark? I don't know, man. It's tough because I want to say uh, uh, Rich Beam. I want to say one, two, three weeks before he won his first PGA Championship. So I, I, that's a good question, Doug. I, I don't I don't know if we can. I don't know. That's a good, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a great question. You got me some. I don't know. I don't know if we can put him in. Is he a perennial all star, or is, is he working his way up to a perennial all star, or is he is he that that bit, that Ben Curtis of the world? Like yeah. I, 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 I I don't know. That's a great question, Doug. I, I mean, is 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 it is it gonna be? Uh, is he gonna be uh, Mark Wilson? You know, kind of a cat, and uh, you know, and, and we we'll, we fact checked you on. Uh, Rich Beam there, and Rich Beam did win two weeks before the PGA Championship. So I'm I'm, I'm impressed right now with this recall you just displayed. That was actually you know, I'm, I'm impressed with I'm impressed, guys. I'm not even gonna sit here and stunt. I, I know I know my golf history. I may I may not always know my black history, but I know my golf history. You know, you know what? Let's let's go there. Let's go there about black history because today's a day that a lot of white people just don't understand. Today we. <laughs> I mean, that made it to Will Smith. Thing with my <laughs> white people, you know what I'm Yeah, no, I'm just being honest, man. I mean, shit. A lot of black people don't understand um, right. the significance of Juneteenth. So, you know, am I going to be your, you know, Negro spiritual leader in this effort? No, I'm not. But I will say this. Long story short, slavery ended 1863. Word didn't get out to some folks till 1865. For two years or three years, however the math works, depending on when the months fall, there were freed blacks that didn't get to enjoy said freedom. So what actually happened was when they did, everybody did get freed and everybody was happy about it. We black people, culture, we celebrated said day as Juneteenth in our own community. All right. So um, and now Biden, uh, what, two years ago. This was the, this yeah. the second Juneteenth. Two years ago, signed it into 
to federal law, and then today is Juneteenth. That's the short, concise version of the story. So uh, to all of our, any type of background culturally people, we celebrate Juneteenth to celebrate freedom of of black folk out of slavery, period. What, but it's to, to, to make it with more brevity. Okay, I was trying to keep it as... Lighthearted, because yeah, yeah. you know some people they can't take it. Will this? Why you got to bring up the race? Why you got to talk race? I know. I ain't talking race because I'm black. That's why. To 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 to, to you know capture that with a little more brevity. It's it's the second Independence Day. That's all it is. That's all it is. All right, fair. A little more brevity. So so then some smart ass out there is gonna be like, well, where's the fireworks? You're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you it is. Are, are they know, red, green, and black? I, I, I tell you this, there was fireworks, shout out to the PGA of America, uh, I just got back, you know, doing a um, panel discussion with uh, Rachel Melendez maybe and uh, a lot of leaders in, in, in the golf industry at the KPMG Women's PGA Championship, and they acknowledge, you know, Pride Month as well as June, Juneteenth, so yeah. um, shout out to PGA of America and, and KPMG uh, just for yeah. putting on all and that's the thing. The golf golf ball course is an asterisk there. Shouldn't care about where you're from, what you look like, who you love. It's golf, man. Like it's like we always talk about this game being one of the, the greatest connectors, Will. And and, I, and and hearing that conversation, it kind of makes me smile in kind of yeah. a, a very unique time in golf because, you know, you talk about, you know, people having the freedom to, to come out, be whoever they identify as, et cetera. And then you flip it. To where the PGA Tour and and the Live and the PIF, and now you know I'm seeing senators sending out tweets about we're going to investigate and we're going to go here and we're going to look for collusion or X Y Z. You got Tom Watson writing a letter to the PGA leadership today, Will, and I, I doubt you had a chance to read this, but the, Tom Watson wants to know what. And I'm, this is the lightest paraphrase of a very long letter, but he's like, hey. Where's where's the, the transparency here? Where are the options? You're, you're going to do this on behalf of the PGA Tour. Where are we financially? Where are where are our reserves? Like, are we that much like by elevating events and spending more money? Did we take on that much more debt to where now we have to um, weld our relationship to um, the public investment fund and um We'll just read it right here. It says, what does the acceptance of this partnership mean to the tour? What do we get? What do we give up? Why is this deal done in such secrecy? And why wasn't even one of the players who sits on the tour's policy board included? A quote there from Watson. He also brought up Saudi Arabia's ties to 9-11 and human rights abuses. You know, writing that that I, the tour, uh, how is a non-negotiable point for us? One day we negotiate around the next. So... Tom Watson calling, basically the PGA Tour hypocrite, man, um, based off of this interesting time in, in golf, man. I don't know if you've got a chance to see it, but what's your first take when you when you hear that Tom Watson sat down and, and got to scribbling? I mean, I mean, think about it. You got a you got a goat that's uh, that's saying something. Uh, we we need to give a shot. We need to make sure send our prayers. To Jay Monahan first. Jay Monahan. We got to send our prayers to Jay Monahan. They said that. Uh, to the they best. Said, That's right. 
I like Jay. Jay's good people to me. I like Jay too. And in that medical emergency, I, I I don't know what that means. That was very uh, ambiguous. It's very vague. And um, I don't know if it's from stress. I don't know. I don't know what it's from. Uh, but definitely, our prayers are going out to him. Yeah. Uh, That's right. And well wishes. But, uh, but uh, yeah, back to back to Tom Tom Dub. Uh, I mean, he, <laughs> he 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 he's asking some probing questions. I mean, he's asking questions that we all we all want to know answers to. Um, and you know, I, I really can't wait till we get to to the meat and potatoes of the process yeah. of how this. But uh, until then, we just gotta wait and see. Yeah, I. It's it's it. It's such a unique position when we talk about the the PIF because, look, I'm I'm American as apple pie. Um, white people be like, wait, what? Yeah, I was born here in Kentucky, so you know, just like you. Um, I I have a lot of I have a lot of issues will with with people that will fill up their tank with gas. They'll go have Starbucks, get on their their PC computers, run Microsoft, order things on Amazon, and never complain about Saudi involvement. Never. You can't have a cup of coffee at Starbucks without Saudi backing, period. You can't do it. And I just, I struggle with the everybody dying on the sword about Saudi involvement in golf. It's like, you wouldn't bitch about your Starbucks, cuz. You wouldn't mm. bitch about your Amazon in here in two days. Some of the best healthcare services in the United States have, have um, lectureships and professorships that were established by the PIF. I can tell you one right now, Columbus Children's Hospital in Ohio. There's there's heavy Saudi money in that that facility. Not when I say heavy Saudi, I'm saying as as philanthropy as given to extend wings and and bring in you know conversations and the best talent in the children's hospital space. So how is it golf can come over here and talk all this shit like man f the Saudis f PIF 9/11? I was here too. Damn it, I remember that day just like everybody else. I lost friends too. Mm-hmm. But but some people are like they call a macchiato upside down, oat milk. Mm. That's all I'm that's all I'm saying. And that's that's kinda I, where I sit, man. That's kinda where I sit on this man. I don't I don't give a damn about the yeah, sound. Yeah, I just I just think it, it, it just there's a point to where uh as you drink your apple juice, I love it. Um mm-hmm. Uh, it's Kentucky bourbon, baby. This is Woodford Reserve. This ain't no apple juice. It has to be apple juice, though. It's not apple juice. This is bourbon. <laughs> but uh, this is after but, hours. I'm grown. But but um, but uh, I, you know when when we think about um, I think the play I think the play was a little bit incorrect when you know when, again when we oh I that, across, I a uh, hundred bajillion you know, percent agree with you there. You know, what I'm saying is you know come across as beacon of morality. Put it in. There was times where our uh, the, the the fans' moral compass was at stake, and I think that was kind of that was kind of tough. But here's here's what here's what um, I was thinking from the money aspect, you know, from the players who were loyal, right? Mm. Do you think the players? What do you think the players will like come together and not play 
until they get the same money as the individuals that left or live. The player that didn't. Let me tell you something right now. And this is I, I believe this. For every every um for every player that has made it to a high level, I personally believe that there's another person somewhere that will step in and fill in and rise to the occasion. So mm. if the tour did some stuff like that, and there's a lot of other people out here, me, I'll show up to the course and play. Shit. You know I, what been, I mean? I've been good lately. I mean, get out of the way. If they don't want if they don't want more money, you know what? And, and that's interesting because Kobe, we'll, we'll, we'll let's put up this Forbes article here because I, I found this today. This was released today. Will the world's top ten highest paid golfers, as according to Forbes magazine? Now, I'm going to give you a chance because I, I I gave this to our producer. Shout out to Kobe Powell who put this in, and I thought I'd surprise you with it. I want you to take a look. Dustin Johnson, Phil Mickelson, Roy McIlroy, Brooks Kepka, Cameron Smith, Tiger, DeChambeau, Patrick Patrick Reed is on this list. Wow. John Rahm and Scotty Scheffler. Now, by my account, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, six live players in the top ten. And then I guess four players from the PGA Tour. All players were PGA Tour players at one point. Let's just always say that. Well, first thing that jumps out to you here. It's the fact that Tiger Woods, for once, is not at the top of the list of of when it comes to make, making the most money in, in well, golf. Highest paid golfer, highest paid golfers of 2023. Like, let's... Uh, that was his? Okay, yes. 2020. Highest paid golfers yeah. of 2023, according to well, Forbes. Well, still, he usually at the top of the list, regardless. Um, uh, I don't know what else. What else? Am I, what I'm missing besides the obvious? No, I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying anything. There's, there's nothing. I, this is just. I thought it was an interesting uh, yeah, a list that um, Forbes had put together. And don't forget to check out the Beyond the Fairway uh, article in Forbes magazine. That was a year and a half ago. Shout out to Forbes. Um, but no, I just I, I I didn't I expected I thought Phil would be the highest paid with all the shit that we hear, but Dustin is chilling, brother. That's 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 the, he got Adidas millions, brother. He got three stripe millions. Yeah. That boy got hockey sticks out there. That's a lot of money, man. But yeah, it no, is. I think I think if I'm if I look when I see this list, Scotty Scheffler's probably the one that surprises me. Now look, I know he's won every designated event, the Masters. Uh, the uh, the players championship and and I get that fifty million and thirty five of that's on the golf course but that's surprising I me mean, John Rahm is out earns Scotty Scheffler by only two million dollars and Scotty got him beat by eight million on the course that's wild to me like just yeah, seeing wild. that that and what where did Tiger Woods make fifteen million on the golf course this year I, I um since since live this is the first time Tiger Woods is at the top of the list doing some stuff. But yeah, yeah, man, it's just, that's it's amazing. Just interesting, man. Like, I need to, I need to, can I just get one? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like everybody wants all these millions and I'm like, uh, I'm like Chris Rock's character in, um, I'm going to get you sucker when he's at the rib spot where he's like, I'll take one. Let me get one rib. <laughs> I'm also, I'm also like Chris Rock. I'm also like Chris Rock too, because, uh, every, the neighbor to every one of those players on that top list is a dentist. <laughs> is a doctor dog. 
Oh my uh, goodness, yeah. man! You got well, you got watch you got to watch the Chris Rock uh, uh, special to get yeah. That. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it. Although, yeah, I'll, I'll have to look at that one. You know, you man, I'm not the biggest, Chris, I'm not the Chris, biggest Chris, Chris Rock stand-up guy. Although I did see the live one that he did last was on Netflix. Yeah, Chris, Chris Rock said, "Chris Rock said, man, you know, I'm an entertainer. I said, in my name, in my in my neighborhood, I got Mary J. Blige. I got such and such, such and such, such and such." But he said, "You know who? You know who's my neighbor?" A dentist. <laughs> uh, it's so classic, dog. It's so funny. He's so funny. You got to do a lot of stuff with the black man. <laughs> you got to dance. You got to tap dance. That oh, my goodness. goodness. Well, I love it. <laughs> the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters. Both when you're kicking a field goal... And when you gamble, betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. <laughs> I tell hey, you I'm what, I'm so slap silly, man. This is a layup. <laughs> I, I love it. I know. For, Approaching hey, the. For, uh, for all the audience. For all the people listening, we apologize. This is not like this is not like us. We usually have a lot of energy, but you just ain't gonna get the day. You just don't. It's not. Get, it's not I'm, I'm, I'm I'm almost out of uh, burger, so you, we gonna have to, um, we gonna have to wrap this up here soon. Yeah, you ain't got. <laughs> you got the point. I hear hey, you. here's a question, completely unrelated <laughs> to everything. You you brought up Roger Steele probably six days in a row. Are we going to have that individual? I thought like we should have had him on here to celebrate Juneteenth. It would have been a great day for Roger Steele here on Beyond the Fairway. But we're going to yeah. get Roger on here. What, 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 what are we going to do, man? We, are we going to ask Roger to come on the show? Yeah. I mean, people asking in the streets, man. We got to give people what they want. Man, it's, it's, all, it's, always, it's always good. You know what? Roger is loved out there. And it's, it is dope to see like when, when he's walking through the crowds and, and walking everywhere. This man is loved. Like he is yeah. like loved and and adored. And uh it's dope to see that. It's dope to see it. Um I talked to I saw East Side guys. Uh they uh they wanna they wanna come on. They say they do, but they so big time. I don't know if they go on. <laughs> so Will said they so big time. I know he how about Mary Blige? Last time I saw Earl, he was sitting next to the court side. So I uh right. All right, you know what? We need to put that out. Who do y'all want to hear from here on this year's or this season of Beyond the Fairway? Go ahead and hit us in the DMs. Let us know that. But um, well, I am out of my my drink that I've been sipping on. Um, I don't know why you out here capping. I'm not drinking apple juice, and I'm okay with that. No, I'm not. I'm a grown individual. I'm a grown individual that is having a beverage in my house in the lights. Welcome. Welcome. You know what, Will? You you said I was the neutral one. I feel like this season you, you is flipped. Like now that you don't got more followers yeah. than me, you starting to act. You starting to act a little little, little different. Cause I'm gonna tell you about yourself. I, I, I drank a little bit of juice. I ain't drank all of it, but a little bit. Hey, you you like Jay Z, man? You you never have a problem with your first class seat. Hey, but on some real stuff, man. Will went from L.A. after a week of the U.S. Open, stopped by at Baltusrol at the PGA KPMG Women's Championship, or Women's PGA Championship, 
and then landed off a red eye, did what you had to do in New Jersey, got back on a flight, got back to Charlotte, bag was late, and now you hopping on here with us going, well, and, joining me for Beyond the Fairway. So I'm impressed, man, and, and keep and that shit let up. Me, let me in here for a day, and then heading to uh, uh, to do a show for uh, Home Course Advantage, and then going to underrate, and then broadcasting for Rock and Mortgage. Long next couple weeks. Well, you have fun. I'm going to uh, I'm going to enjoy some golf tomorrow. I'm going to take a little trip up to Talk and Rock. Shout out to Jay Frank for putting us up this week, and uh, I'm going to play some golf and see how this wrist works because it's been a while, dude. It's been it's been ten weeks since I played eighteen holes. Ten weeks, so we'll see how bad this goes. So uh, I, I think I think I, I think I might go do Q school. Doug. I, I'm swinging a ball. Bob, Bob, what? I uh, shit. I'm I'm done with you right now. Uh, uh, be sure to listen, follow, subscribe, do all that shit. Will's thinking about being a a golfer. I don't know, but hey, look, Will, I love you, but this, I can't. I nope. I'm mm, no sir. I'm not going there with you tonight. Fair way. <laughs> The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.